I'm Annie Apple, and I'm here to invite you to come and listen to my new podcast series, Raising April. It's the most intimate sports-related conversations you will hear. Each week, we explore the journeys of some of your favorite NFL players through the eyes of those that know them best. From Joe Burr, DeAndre Hopkins, Miles Garrett, Ezekiel Elliott, Nick and Joey Boza, just to name a few. With exclusive insights and information, we leave no stone unturned. Subscribe now to Raising a Pro on your favorite podcast app. HD you are listening to a Live Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. Hello, everyone. This is Aresh Shirali from Mint, and I'm here to introduce you to our latest podcast, Mint Views Daily Dispatch. I have with me my colleagues Anant Vijay Kala, Srija Kundu, Srijay Sinha, and Rohit Ranjan. The idea is to offer you insights on the latest issues that catch our attention every day. Welcome to Mint Views. Today we shall discuss gender inequality. The World Economic Forum conduct also a survey on gender equality and they construct something called the Gender Gap Index. On this particular index, in the latest report for 2020, it turns out India has slipped another four ranks. We are down to rank 112 out of 153 countries. Earlier, in the previous year's report, we were at 108. That's four ranks down. This trend has been going on for several years, and that's what we are going to discuss today. There is one bright spot, if you may call it that, on political participation India is ranked 18th, which is not terribly bad. This is political representation in various houses of uh, lawmaking. But the basic issue here is gender inequality. India seems to be doing badly, and it seems to be getting worse. So what's going on around here? Uh, Shrija, what do you think? So, well, uh, our rank in political representation might be nonetheless good, but talk about economy, the major part of the society where which gauges a, a development of the human. So India has fed really bad when you look at the economic participation in you know metric. Because India is the only country among the one fifty three nations to have the widest gender gap in terms of economic participation as per the report says. So this suggests that the something is really not correct when you look at the entire economic workforce. If you look at the labor force participation, women have a very skewed ratio in there. And if you look at the child mortality rate, so this is not just about the economy, you know, in the entire, in the very broader aspect of socioeconomic indicators, women are failing and women are not being provided or afforded the opportunities which the society at large is afforded. If you, you know, um, I mean, it's, it's a given that including women or uh, making them participants in the economic progress gels well for both the nation and for the economy. It's a, it's a given in so many reports. The multilateral institutions, bodies have consistently advocated for it. But then it's it's still languishing. You do have schemes like you know financial inclusion, the skill development initiatives, which are folk microfinance schemes, which are focused on getting more women into the rural workforce. While those may be there, but if you look at the urban carpet ladder, women in boardrooms have a dismal percentage. Women labor force in the formal sector 
the participation of women in the formal sector is such it's languishing so it does tell you there's a very systemic structural deficit which is you know creating such a you know massive gap i should say or a disparity between the genders across the country so we need a paradigm shift to fix this but the question is we do know there is an institutional bias against women in society everywhere around us but why is it worsening i don't understand that particular bit after all society in general everywhere should progress uh, what might be happening here uh, rohit do you have a view on this uh, i think uh, there is a there's a there's been a reinforcement of uh, gender stereotypes uh, in the media in the in our movies in our tvs in the past few decades and uh, women have been have often been portrayed mostly been portrayed as uh, homemakers and uh, nurturers and there have been very few attempts to break that stereotype break that mold there should be some effort some attempts to bring up boys differently so that when they grow up the expectations that uh, they have uh, on uh, with women that's not that of a homemaker but they are willing to accept them in other roles also is this social conditioning a function of our conservative society on the whole may be getting could that be a problem here are we becoming more conservative as a society in india shrijay do you think so uh, india has always remained uh, i mean has been a conservative society and this can be seen in the in the in the in the in, in our in our attitudes in our responses to 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 violent sexual assaults uh, that that we witness uh across india for example in in unnao what kind of reaction was there from from lawmakers themselves from from general people from the general population itself so this this conservatism can be seen in these in in the responses in the in the way we have responded to these uh, these uh, cases these incidents but uh, uh, i i tend to uh, uh, agree with uh, srija uh, when she says that there is a systemic structural deficit gender deficit and that i think has a lot to has got to do a lot with uh, women's access to higher education fewer women have access to higher higher education that than men and and this is a structural structural uh, inequality to begin with and i also think if you want to kind of you know uh, bridge this economic inequality that 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 prevails in a society uh, companies need to uh, take uh, uh, greater steps in the sense that they, they probably need to uh, be more flexible in hiring back women who have taken leave to uh, kind of uh, bring up their families raise a family and when they want to join back uh, the labor force these women should be given all kinds kinds of flexibilities all latitude so that they can slowly get into into the groove i'm i'm not sure if corporate policies alone can actually make a difference this is a larger larger social problem that pervades society more or less uh, ananth what do you think yeah i agree you know there are a lot of biases in our society in our polity that hinder the uh development or inclusion of women in every kind, every sphere of life but there is a glimmer of hope what they point out is that in uh cities and urban areas the parameters and the uh, survey findings are looking much better than what they uh, appear in rural areas so this has something to do with the uh, you know phase of economic development in which a society is so my hope is that as development 
reaches all the corners of our country, these parameters will improve. Uh, but yeah, there is a systemic problem here. And I think there's something... The trouble is addressing it through policy may not, may not actually work. We may need a consciousness that goes across all of society. More importantly, I think we need to actually begin, re-begin inculcating basic human values amongst everybody. And that actually starts at the ground level, at home, amongst people. And in a world where everyone's connected these days through electronic media, through WhatsApp and things like that, uh, it should be easier. But apparently it's not. Uh, the key thing at the end of it would be to emphasize a basic, basic value called human equality. Everybody is equal. Everybody belongs to the same species. It's as simple as that. Gender should not be a factor for anything at all, apart from the fact that human beings are human beings. Uh, if that message can go out across the country, it would help. Till then, we are probably staring at further declines. That's unfortunate. Thank you. That will be all for today. Tune in tomorrow to get your dose on Mint's editorial discussions. If you have recommendations or any issue that you would like us to discuss, please send in your suggestions to podcasts at hindustantimes.com. For more on Mint views, you can follow us on Twitter at Shrija Kundu. This was a Live Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. HD Smartcast. I'm Annie Apple and I'm here to invite you to come and listen to my new podcast series, Raising April. It's the most intimate sports related conversations you will hear. Each week we explore the journeys of some of your favorite NFL players through the eyes of those that know them best. From Joe Burrow, DeAndre Hopkins, Miles Garrett, Ezekiel Elliott, Nick and Joey Boza, just to name a few. With exclusive insights and information, we leave no stone unturned. Subscribe now to Raising a Pro on your favorite podcast app.